Jemmy woke to the loud beeping of her alarm clock. How, in all these years, they hadn't come up with a better way to wake people up was beyond her. She stretched out in her bed, savoring the last few minutes before she needed to get ready for work. The bed begged for her to stay, throw her covers over her head, like when she was a child, as it did every morning, and every morning she found the strength to pull herself from it. With a sigh, she sat up and threw her feet over the side, pressing a button for her television before walking to the bathroom. On her way, she eyed the stack of manuscripts that had all but taken over her desk. She had stayed up late, trying to whittle the pile down, but had barely made a dent. Work was busy. It's a good thing, she would tell herself over and over again. But there was always that tiny, sick voice that hoped the world would become illiterate, forcing the publishing company, the biggest one in town, to close. Thankfully for her, or unthankfully, depending on the day, the fascination with video games and TV shows had died down about two decades ago, when she was still little, forcing books back to the forefront. TVs were used for the news now, and other educational programs. She started in with her morning routine, half listening to the newscaster drone on about the pleasant weather and what roads should be taken to avoid the most traffic. Grateful as she was that she had grown up in a world that was a haven in contrast to the years gone by, she couldn't help but wish something, anything, would break the monotony. There had to be a greater world out there, one full of adventures, like in the books. Jemmy stared at herself in the mirror, her lips dropping into a frown. She had inherited her mother's unruly hair, her white blonde locks falling in loose, not quite curly waves past her shoulders. Every morning was a struggle to look even somewhat presentable. She wouldn't quite call herself beautiful. Her eyes were a deep shade of blue, a complete contrast to skin that was pale to a point where some would say she looked sickly. It didn't help that her hair was such a light shade that sometimes it was hard to tell where it ended and her skin began. As far as the rest of her facial features went, there was nothing spectacular to note. Twenty minutes later, five failed hairstyle attempts had resulted in a low ponytail. Jemmy rushed through the remainder of her routine, throwing as few beauty products on as possible and brushing her teeth before glancing at the clock. No time for breakfast now. Jemmy hurried through her apartment, grabbing a stack of manuscripts and throwing them in her bag. Just as she was reaching to switch off the TV, a story caught her attention. Four dead after a 30-year-old man, father of two and local restaurant owner, attacked his family before turning the weapon on himself. The news of this crime has rocked our local community, where there hasn't been a murder since the DBMA CHIP Act of 2027 was enacted. Authorities are asking for any information that can be provided. Coroners will be looking into whether the man was a part of the rarely heard of anti-chip group. Terrifying story, Dune. It sure is, Malcoon. A true testament to why the CHIP Act started in the first place. Jemmy stood watching, her mouth hanging open. She had studied the old times in college, never imagining a day would come when it would happen again. The newscasters had been discussing a news story, but Jemmy couldn't get the image of the man out of her head. She knew the restaurant, knew him and his family. His name was Jollis. His wife, Marjorie, would pick her brain about upcoming books that the publishing house was to release. Their children, two daughters aged 11 and 8, were both just as interested in books as their mother. They had many conversations during the time she visited. 
Jemmy became overwhelmed with nausea. She ran to the bathroom and vomited, her body shaking and heaving as her stomach tried to relieve itself of anything and everything. Afterward, she lay with her head against the wall, her body still shaking, tears threatening to overflow. She glanced at the clock, the big bold numbers reading 9.15 a.m. She was late. Whatever she was feeling would have to wait. Jemmy arrived just as her first meeting began. She slipped into the conference room, giving her boss a sheepish smile before sliding into her seat. He was not pleased. There was no doubt she would hear about it later. Throughout the whole meeting, she struggled, trying her best to listen to what was said. But the face of Jollis kept popping back into her head. The smiling photo they had chosen to show mocked her, challenging everything she thought she had known about him.